Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without scoring a century, still miles behind our combined effort of almost 40,000 days. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Coley's on 97. Looking for his 100. And finds his 100. You're here with Dan Lipke and Kat Jones. <laughs> Apologies for the poor quality of that audio clip, but I, I think it was from like a 1930s newsreel, so <laughs> I had to, had to go back quite a way to find a direct Holy Century. I love how the, the beautiful English accent really complements that <laughs> newsreel music. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, but anyway, Verrat will never catch us, right? Yeah, no, we're miles ahead and, and going ahead. at twice the rate he is, yeah. uh, technically. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. right. I did like how in that audio clip it says, looking for his 100, finds his 100. It is always in the last place you look, right? So yeah, Virat to maybe right. go go back and look there again. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover the first test between England and South Africa. Isn't it glorious yeah. to have test cricket back on? Yeah, and, we went, went uh, for a gap yeah. of what, five or six weeks without yep. it, and mm. uh, now it's back. All Indeed. very exciting. Yeah. So, uh, well, what what happened? We had, we had we did have lots of England batters before the test talking about how uh, Brendan McCullum had taught them not to be afraid of getting out, mm-hmm. and uh, they certainly showed that lack of fear in the first test, didn't they? Yeah. None, none of them were afraid. They were just not. Nah, no, we'll, not. A afraid to get out in, in uh, double figures yep. uh, for the entire team. Yep, it was very exciting. So they, yep. they n- not a care in the world as they all got out. I, I think on, based on that metric that uh, mm. Zach Crawley may be the most fearless cricketer in the history <laughs> of the game. He's, yep. he, he's very not afraid at all of getting Well, on out. that basis, he can't be dropped from the side for subsequent tests because yep. that would show terrible inconsistency from yes. McCallum. And and what they, what they want from they, – they do acknowledge that he, he might be inconsistent. I don't think he is very inconsistent. I think he's very <laughs> consistent. But, yeah, yeah he would be very inconsistent. 
inconsistent of them to drop him at Indeed. this stage. Yes. Keep the same side. It was hilarious. And yep. only it was a little short. I mean, short. really, we only really got two days of, of test cricket. That's yep. not enough. Definitely yeah. not enough. But but if they are only going to have two days, I do quite like the idea of them having, you know, the first couple of sessions, then washing out the session where we would be otherwise asleep. If, if England yeah. are going to have a yeah. shortened game, just have it in the, the hours when we're awake. That's, that's You could wash handy. out that third session. Every night. Every night. <laughs> yeah. And, and make the game go a little bit longer and we yep. get to see the whole thing. Yeah. What were what some other highlights of the test for you? Well, I just love Dean Elgar. Mm. Uh, captaining, he's one of my favourite players. I, I think he he did a fabulous job and he was he's always so happy about it as well. Yeah. Uh, he, very unlucky with his dismissal. I think oh, he was yeah. on, the, on the brink of a half century and he kind of defended one and then it bounced up and over and hit his elbow and... Just trickled into the stumps and and normally the, the the bales don't fall off at all. Yeah, we, well we've seen you know Cameron Green and others just hammer balls straight yeah. into the stumps and the bales just get. Folks nut, must have been blowing off. as hard as he could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think a friend of the podcast Alex Bowden he described it as L bold uh, for, for Dean Elgar. Yeah, so. that is so great. L bold. Yes. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, well, what, did we see much baseball? We didn't. We didn't see much baseball, but mm. I, I, I did like how you know baseball so far uh, in its brief existence has been, <laughs> has been founded on the the concept of you know England chasing down ridiculous totals in the last innings, and I did mm. particularly like how despite being put in uh, put into bat in this test, they still managed to conspire a way to make sure that they were batting last in the test again. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, yeah, yes. very, very, very clever. I, it does make me wonder why England, you know, don't just pretend they're chasing a record fourth innings total every time they go out to bat. Uh, they seem to be very good at it. So. Yeah, they could probably simulate that in their first innings. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, we did have another good stat that popped up on Twitter. Uh, this was from Xavier Voigt-Hill. Uh, and he pointed out that in two successive test innings, South African bowled every ball and took all 10 wickets with spin. This was against Bangladesh mm. in April. And then bowled every ball and took all 10 wickets with pace, which is Lords in the first wow. innings of this test. That is a great stat. Incredible. Yeah. So that, that's very inconsistent isn't it yeah south africa need to make their mind up how they're going to play you can't be brilliant with both spin and pace it's yeah not, not fair well we need to come up with a uh, this is obviously south africa's style of cricket now mm. elgar ball elgar ball mm. and we need to uh, embrace elgar ball elgar ball's clearly winning yep. in this series so far well they're top of the world test championship so elgar yep. ball's got a lot going for it good work elgar ball is fantastic mm. and uh, none of them are as good as maxwell ball no, but, of course know. not maxwell ball the original and the best Yes. Um, we did have also have the um, one of my other favourite highlights was uh, Ian Bell who uh, <laughs> rang the five minute bell at Lords, and I, yeah. I just think Ian Bell should always be ringing the bell. There's no better Definitely. man for it. Yeah. Why well, haven't they thought of this before? It yep. was right in front of them. It was yep. pretty obvious yep. all along. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, this particular episode is sponsored by a different podcast. It's not sponsored by The Ridiculous Ashes this week. It's mm. sponsored by our other podcast, which is called Hitchpod. Yes, uh, this is the podcast where we watch Alfred Hitchcock movies and uh, then talk about them. Mm. So we've just started our second season. We're counting down the best 20 Hitchcock movies as voted on by the general public. In the previous season, of course, we counted down all of the Yes, the in, in a random in order. In a random order. Yeah, which is a, a, a unique way of counting things down. Exactly. Yes. So uh, the first movie on the countdown was the 20th best Hitchcock movie, and that was Frenzy from 1972. And we're just about to record uh, an episode where we're going to compare it to the best picture of 1972, according to the Oscars, which was The Godfather. Yes, according to the Oscars. According to the Oscars, <laughs> yes. So if you're interested in us talking about The Godfather and other great historical movies, because we'll be doing this 
with every Hitchcock movie, we'll be matching it against the best picture. Uh, or if you're just interested in hearing us talk about the best Hitchcock movies, uh, just search for Hitchpod and feel free to come join us. Not much cricket. Not enough cricket, perhaps, in no. either of those two movies. But there is one movie that's got a good chunk of cricket. And Indeed. who knows if that's on the top 20. Only one surely, way to find out. Surely it would have to be. And I think The Godfather would have been better with a bit more cricket. <laughs> yep. I am an ECB marketing droid and I have created the optimal form of cricket. What's 10 times 10? How many balls are there in 16.4? What's the greatest cricket tournament the world has ever seen? The 100. The 100. The 100. The 100. All right, so we're back talking about the hundred, which of course is one of the one of the reasons why we haven't had Test cricket for four or five weeks. It's because they've been having Commonwealth Games in the hundred. Yes, indeed, and it's so glorious that the hundred is back. Yes, in particular, the women have been really the most entertaining. I think. In I the think 100. so. Yeah, they they start they started late because of the Commonwealth Games, but mm. they've uh, made up for lost time. So we've had some highlights, particularly from some of the Australian women. Yeah, that's right, Alana King. Mm. She uh, one of our best uh, stats or our favourite bits of news was that she bowled 10 dot balls. I mm. mean, that is remarkable in any game. Yep. 10 dot balls in a row to Marazan Cap. Yes, so that, that, that was very impressive. I, and, uh, you know, seeing all the dot balls, I, I could only assume that she was trying to spell out something in Morse code. Uh-huh. Uh, so I looked up all the dot, dot, dot uh, letters and I there's dot, 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 which is S and dot, 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 which is H and dot, which is E and mm. dot, dot, which is I. So she's starting to spell out she is. She is. Was, now, you've got to clarify here. Was it Alana spelling it out or was it Marazan? I don't know. It yeah, it could have been either. So mm. yeah, it could it could have been. I think been. it would have been. I think it's Marazan. I mean, she's the one in control of the dotting, right? Well, they're they're, they're, they're combining. But I yes. guess they're combining for yeah. it. But anyway, I think Marazan was saying she is too hard to play. Bowling, yeah, bowling well. <laughs> yeah. She is hard to put away. Yeah. Something like that. Yes, very Definitely. possible. Yes, uh, and, all, and that wasn't all that Alana King's oh, yeah. done, of course. She also became the first cricketer to take a hat-trick in the 100 women's yes. competition. So, And she very sensibly did not rely on a fielder to take a catch for a hat-trick. She'd learned a lesson there <laughs> from the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, and it's fantastic that mm. she got a hat-trick after just only a few weeks after yeah. having uh, the chance put down. Yes. And, uh, of course, that was, it was Meg Lanning putting mm. the chance down and now Meg Lanning, uh, news on Meg Lanning is that she's just taking a bit of a break from cricket. Fair enough too. Mm. She's a Win a gold medal. Yeah, <laughs> win a gold medal you're allowed to have a break that's, you should that's have a motto. sit you should be able to sit back sip a drink with your gold medal on don't take it off no. don't take your gold medal off leave the gold medal on when you're sleeping when you're having breakfast when you're visiting your parents yep. whatever you happen to be doing leave your gold medal on and just enjoy it and mm. if you look if you get back into cricket too quickly particularly something as distracting as the hundred mm. you don't get time to enjoy your gold medal exactly so mm. good good work from Meg Lanning excellent uh we also had Elise Perry she's uh she started off the hundred well she had a couple of player of the match performances in her yeah. first two games. I assume she's just trying to prove that, you know, the next time Talia McGrath <laughs> has COVID that, hey, maybe don't let Talia play and bring me up to the firsts again. Yes. Do you think she's got a little vial of virus <laughs> in her bag? Maybe. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put anything past Elise Perry. No, she's good at everything. Yes. But it's not just the Australian women, of course. No, we had uh, Marcus, Sto- Marcus Stoinis making headlines, perhaps not for what he wanted to make headlines for, but he was dismissed by uh, Muhammad Hasnain and... Uh, Left the ground, kind of demonstrating a bent arm throwing action. Yes. Uh. Yeah, so I, I, I assume he was uh, subtly, very subtly, oh so subtly, oh, yeah. uh, indicating what he thought of Hasnain's action, who has had his action remodelled, but uh, yeah. perhaps not to the extent that. Uh, 
Poor well, Marcus Stoinis is happy with. Stoinis may just not have caught up with the remodelling. Exactly. Anyway, I just thought Stoinis was practising his own bowling action ready to take the field, right? Yeah, very possibly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like that Stoinis turned 33 the next day and he did come out and accuse Hasnain of throwing him a birthday party. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he went on to claim that uh, Hasnain had thrown a spanner in the works by throwing up at that party. Oh, of course. Yes, and then Hasnain, for his part, suggested these were just throwaway remarks from Stoinis and they w- that he wouldn't be thrown off by them. And, and was this a stand-up routine that the two of them were <laughs> I think they've been working on it for ages. They, they did, did all this work to, to get it set up and sold tickets and, yeah, all Yeah, very yeah, fantastic. And, of course, the 100 uh, perhaps inevitably had its first 100. Uh, this was scored by a man with a very unlikely name of Will Smead. Uh, Smead is an unusual surname, but good work to Will Smead. Yeah, I mean, Will Smead, straight out of a Charles Dickens novel <laughs> again, also perhaps born 100 years ago. Very possibly, yes. Yeah, or 100 years old, either mm, way. Either way, yes. Or both. Yeah, I, I think if you're born 100 years ago, you are 100 <laughs> years old. Indeed. Uh, I, I, I'm not, not too keen on the idea of the 100 container. Meaning a hundred, I think. I think it does open the open the game up to Inception style confusion. Yes, so, absolutely. Anyway, he anyway. probably did deserve a hundred, though. We don't like to talk did about deserving hundreds. Well, in in T twenties, he'd previously made scores of ninety four not out, ninety five not out, ninety seven, ninety eight, and ninety nine. <laughs> so he probably should have got a ninety six in there somewhere before he actually got the hundred. But mm. uh, anyway, nothing <laughs> like twenty fewer balls to sharpen your batting, right? Exactly. I want Will Smead to play for the Renegades this season. Well, he could. Hey, he looks. He sounds pretty good. Yep, yep. We'll uh, we'll see if the running guys can get him. Maybe he's in the draft. I don't know. Maybe. Have a look. We'll see. Ah, can't bowl, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller Award. Okay, it's time for the Muller Award, uh, which celebrates all the excellent things that have happened in cricket over yes. the last week or so. And I can confirm, Will Smead is not in the BBL draft. That's very sad. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're a Smeadless draft. Is, is there any point to having a draft without no, a Will Smead in there? Definitely not. Yes. Anyway, apart, apart from that, we'll get onto the BBL in a minute, but the international schedule for the next five years has been announced. Mm, so I don't know why this is Muller worthy, but it kind of is because it feels like five years is a bloody long time to be looking at. A very long time. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, I, I think the last time they had this uh, schedule, there, there was like a pandemic. There are all kinds of things to throw it off. So I think even yeah, in non-pandemic <laughs> years, they barely get through the first year without fiddling and tinkering and making yep. changes. I yep. mean, the schedule never lasts that long. No, that's true. Anyway, uh, what, what does seem to be consistent at this point is that Australia, England and India will be playing lots of tests mm. and pretty much nobody else will be playing anywhere near that many. Yeah. So uh, the international schedule, where international is defined as Australia, England and India that's yeah. been announced. Yeah. Uh, but there are more tests for the women as well. Again, yeah, mostly Australia, England and <laughs> India. <laughs> yep. But we, we, we're less inclined to quibble about that when it comes to the women because they're starting from an infinitely lower base. Yeah, right? that'll be fantastic to get yes. more women's tests going on. Yes. Uh, my next nomination is uh, Australia who have an ODI series against Zimbabwe starting this weekend. It's Don't fair. tell anyone. It's, it's a big <laughs> secret. You can't tell anybody. Wow. Yeah, that's in Australia too. No one knows. Shh. 
Presumably it'll be broadcast somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Well, that might give the game away. Anyway, can't tell anybody. Can't Top tell secret. anyone. Shh, don't blame us. No, we, yeah. did, we didn't mention we it. We didn't mention it. No one gets this deep into a podcast anyway, no, do they? definitely not. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Well, we, we do have some BBL news. Mm. Uh, and I think uh, David Warner, did we speak about him last week? Uh, yeah, we, we did mention that because David Warner was being courted by all these other um, T20 tournaments that are threatening to take all the good players mm. away and perhaps have gone beyond threatening to do so now. Um, so he's he, But he has come out and he's signed for the, the Sydney Thunder. So he'll be back playing for the Sydney Thunder. He wants to get bums on seats. Excellent. I, I assume he means like buttocks rather than, you know, hobos or something. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know. The Thunder's <laughs> membership could well be. Just hobos. Hobos, who knows. But yeah. uh, is this actually true or is Warner just going to be off playing cricket for Australia and no, never th- play a BBL? No, I think they've scheduled it this time because they've got rid of all the all the ODIs um, mm. at that time of year. So I think they are trying to get all the, all the proper players back playing playing the BBL, like ah. all the international players. Anyway, it's great, going to be great to see Dave Warner playing in the final season of the Big Bash. Looking forward to that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And there's more Big Bash news too because we do have a draft this year. Mm. We did not uh, have a draft. Uh, Will Smead be appearing in the draft? No, he is not. Not yet. He may be now that we've suggested it. Yeah. So there are 12 overseas players eligible to be picked in the first round, which is called a platinum round. Oh, platinum round. Yeah, platinum round. So it's really like the IPL, I Yes, mm. and it's going to be on the 28th of August, uh, 6.30, after okay, Australia. So soon as well. It's very soon, yeah. after Australia's first secret match <laughs> against Zimbabwe. So, anyway, it's going to be shown on uh, Fox and KO. Okay. There are 279 players in the draft, but the most exciting thing is the Renegades get the first pick. Ah, why The draft is that? pick. Oh, because that's shit, yeah. So, there are these 12 overseas players. Let's see who you would like out of these, mm-hmm. these players, right? This is... Uh, so we have Faf mm-hmm. in the mix. We have Trent Bolt yep. in the mix. We have Liam, Liam Livingston, Dwayne Bravo, um, Pollard, Jason Roy, Billings, Willie, Jordan, Rashid Khan. Now, some of these players are already signed to BBL teams. But anyway, who would you like out of that mob? <laughs> um, I, I would probably take uh, Liam Livingston. Liam Livingston. I yeah. think I – I mean, I would really like Rashid Khan, but he's basically going to go back to the Adelaide you Strikers. But, but surely that's not how – not how, know the how the draft works? <laughs> we don't know how the draft works, but anyway. I, I don't think Adelaide Strikers can just say, well, he's in the draft, but you can't have him. <laughs> but they may well pick someone different. Who knows? But I think I would like Faf. I want Faf. In you want Faf? Faf? You yeah. just want uh, Faf's rig. Yeah, I want Faf on Faf captaining. The Renny Ren Rigades. The, the Ren Rigades. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a perfect. And and we we'd have to have a new mascot and a new shirtless yes. mascot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, maybe the woman can wear a shirt. The yeah. female mascot can wear a shirt. Yeah. Maybe the female mascot wears no pants and the, <laughs> the male mascot wears no shirt. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, we're know, just we, brainstorming. We're no sh- bad ideas in a brainstorm. No, that's right. So anyway, that's uh, there's 279 players in the draft, so it could go for some time. Mm. Anyway, this will be that's very That's a exciting. lot of players. That is a lot of players. They they're, don't, they're, get, they don't all get picked. Pl- I hope they all get picked. <laughs> I want them all to play, every single one. They're all going to play all at once. <laughs> yep. We've got like 50 teams or yep. maybe 50 players per side. Uh, either ch- way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think if there's 279 players, you should split them up, 140 v 139. Yeah. Every yeah. time you're dismissed... Uh, you're out. You're gone. You're not part of the. Alice, it's knockout. Yeah. So the, the last eleven remaining get huh. to play. Is this what are we going to call this comp? We're going to call it the two hundred and seventy nine. Yes. <laughs> Is that the yep. name of it? Yep. Okay. Again, no bad ideas in no. a brainstorm. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. He's going to win. He's going to win the Muller. Oh, well, I've got I, one I more. I don't even know. Oh, you got one more? I got one more. I've got uh, Tim Payne. Tim Payne Tim is Payne's back. back. He's back, yes. Yeah, so he's uh, training with Tasmania. So that's uh, very good to see. He's, he hasn't officially signed back up yet with Cricket Tasmania. I don't think he's just mm-hmm. training and getting ready to sneakily make his way back in. So uh, I think it's very good. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a, a tribute to Payne's leadership that, you know, he, he was the one. He gave himself effectively a nine-month suspension from the sport. Yes. If only Steve Smith and David Warner had thought of yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fantastic. Good okay, time. well, uh, let's see. We've got, uh, I don't know who I'm nominating for the Ren- is it the Renegades that are nominated. Warner. We have Australia playing a secret Shh. match. We have the international schedule. The, we're not nominating people here. We're just no. nominating I'm inanimate not, I'm, objects. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not permitted to tell you who's winning because it's a secret. It's a secret. Okay, yeah. we'll keep it a Se- secret. A from secret a, winner. Secret, um, a secret from the listeners as well. Yes. So anyway, uh, you've been listening to Dan Lipke and Kat Jones. I'm at Leave Cricket on Twitter and you can find Kat. He's at Cricket Bat Cat. And you can follow us on Twitter as well at Can't Bowl Throw. You can like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. And we will catch you all next week. August at 6.30. It's after. Dogs. <laughs> Be quiet, pups. What are you doing? You're making too much noise. Come here, Batman. Batman. Batman, come here. Bobbin. Come on, Bobbin. Good, good, good bounce. Come, come here, here, pup. Come here, Batman. Come sit on my lap. Come on. Is that wherever? Sports Social Podcast Network. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.